Welcome to another episode of the Salmon Trout Steelhead Podcast. And for those of you that are joining in after hearing about us from Outdoor GPS, uh, thanks to Outdoor GPS uh, for having Tony and Nick Amato. Obviously, we've got some big things in development with the uh, digital magazine and all the things going on with the podcast, as well as the YouTube channel and everything we're doing. And today, I'd like to talk about something where are the B-Run Coho? And this is a big subject, and this is a question on some rivers and some streams, although uh, Keith Johnson recently reported on Dwayne England's um, podcast and TV show, Fish Hunt Northwest, Keith was saying that after the chum kind of disappeared and got washed out of the rivers, there's actually been a ton of of B-Run Coho coming in. Of course, he's doing more of the coastal thing, kind of the Grays Harbor and Olympic Peninsula rivers. But before we get into that, uh, my daughter just had her sixth birthday, and I'm so proud of her just as a person, but also she and her older brother um, both love fishing and have caught probably over a hundred different fish in various species over their lives. So the first thing I'd like to do is ask a six-year-old fisherwoman about coho salmon. So, Alaria, do you remember um, last year uh, in Matt Golke's boat when you caught a adult coho salmon? Do you remember that? Kind of, a little bit. Kind of, a little bit. So you do remember it. And, uh, so what was it like when you you felt the coho salmon on the rod and you were trying to reel against it? What did it feel like? Tug of war. Tug of war? Yeah, was it pretty it's strong? Tug of war. You said tug of war. Tug of war, yes. Was it a, a pretty strong fish? Yes, it was. And how old were you at the time? Five. You were five. And how old do you think the fish was? Probably four, because I beat it. Probably four, because you beat it. <laughs> That's great. And uh, so what do, what do you think of fishing for coho salmon and stuff? Do you enjoy it? Yeah. What's the next fish you want to catch? I do not know. Do you want to catch a steelhead like your brother? Yes. Yes. Uh, do you want to try for a winter steelhead this year? Yes. Cool. What, Probably on Christmas. Around Christmas? That's actually a really good time to do it. Um, what kind of lure would you try to catch it on? A spinner. A spinner. Okay. Spinners are good. Spinner is what you got your uh, coho salmon on. Yeah. And uh, Xavier got his winter steelhead on a spoon, a little Cleo spoon. So if you were to cast a spinner for a steelhead, what color of spinner would you like? Probably blue with green and red. Blue, green, and red. Those are all good. But what if you, okay, so it, the spinner has a blade, and usually that blade is like silver or gold or copper or black. What blade would you choose? Silver. Silver is always good. That's a great one. And now for the body of the spinner, you can only choose one color. What color would you use? White. White. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Uh, white actually shows up really well in like dirty water and it doesn't scare the fish off in low clear water. So that's pretty good. For me personally, I like going with the blue body silver blade and the purple body silver blade, but white, that's a pretty good option. So 
Anyway, I do really enjoy getting my kiddos out here. And uh, Alaria, if you were to talk to friends your age, like six-year-old girls and boys, what would you tell them about salmon and steelhead? I would probably tell them, just like mine, that's a, they're really hard to catch, but you have to, you have to fish with a really good fisher. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's great advice, you know. And uh, But Alaria's been figuring out, catching bass, bluegill, and all that. So thanks, Alaria, for joining us on the Salmon Trout Steelheader podcast today. And uh, so I just kind of want to talk about coho salmon and their life cycle and kind of what I've seen here in the Columbia River this year. So for us in the Columbia River, we did actually have a pretty uh, strong A run in many of our local rivers in the lower Columbia However, the B run has been quite sporadic. Um, Obviously, there's been moments in certain rivers where people have gotten them really good. Um, But in relation to other years, the numbers are certainly down. The catching is down. And so they are a separate run of fish, although they run into each other, especially on a good year. You know, you'll have A run salmon coming in. Those are the ones that are not afraid to come in in early fall and kind of brave the warmer temperatures but they're harder to get to bite. And typically there is more of those, but the B-run salmon, even if there's less, they bite really well. So it's a uh, it's a great opportunity to get out there. You've got cold water. They love twitching jigs, spoons, spinners, eggs, all that sort of thing. Whereas the A-run fish are more selective. Now, just a couple interesting facts about coho salmon is that um, they're going to spend like a year to a year and a half in fresh water as you know after they are born from eggs they go from uh, you know fry to par to smolt before heading out to the ocean and so they do require a decent in-stream habitat to survive um, prior to the ocean unlike fish like chum salmon which will take off pretty quickly and so coho are very dependent on a good in-stream and estuary environment and then They have a little bit of a life cycle variety, but it's not as wide as steelhead and chinook salmon. Typically, it's about 18 months to two years in the ocean before they migrate back. Now, you will get the jacks, which are about two years old, and they've spent a small amount of time in the ocean. And those jacks will come in usually just a little bit before, a week or two before the bulk of the adult return comes back. And kind of the rule of thumb is that if you have a lot of jacks, that's a good sign for next year because those fish are surviving well. Those early males who are coming in to spawn, you know, they're kind of uh, feisty young teenagers. That can happen. So this year, we definitely have had reduced bee runs, at least in the Columbia Basin. And certainly in the upper Columbia, it's been a tough go of it. I've done some fishing up there, kind of middle you know, kind of early part of the gorge, and it's not anywhere near as good as it has been in past years. But there is a lot of jacks around in a lot of these rivers as well. Like I said, on some of the Grays Harbor, um, West Coast fisheries, there is a good amount of bee run coming in. The whole idea of, oh, the run is late, you know, that can be true. However, usually if you're going to have a phenomenal year, it's good from start to finish. So I'm not expecting this bee run to be phenomenal. However, if people stop fishing for them 
And even if there's only 10 fish in the river and they haven't seen a bait, you could have an excellent day of fishing. So it's still worth going out there for them. However, it's not going to be as good as some years for those B-run salmon. Um, the typical age range for adult salmon is three to four years. So Ilaria was not far off. She figured the reason that she caught that four-year-old salmon was because she was five. And that's why she beat it. And actually, looking at the hen that she had, it was a beautiful fish, nice and fatty. It had a little bit of red to it, but was not a fire truck at all. Beautiful fish. And, uh, you know, she was probably right on, you know, three to four years. And then, of course, they're going to enter freshwater streams. Uh, one of the interesting things about coho, they're one of the only salmonoids that can spawn not facing the current. They can be kind of diagonal to the current. And if they are in the current, they prefer to spawn it with a slight incline to the gravel. That's their preferred spawning. And they're one of the only ones that will go into totally dead water and backwaters and still have a successful spawn. So they're very unique, and that's the reason that certain you know, creeks and streams and rivers will have an abundance of coho and not necessarily of Chinook. So there's all these wonderful factors that I'd love to get into in the future. But this bee run of coho salmon, there's going to be streams, especially along the Washington coast and a little bit on the Oregon coast, where they're going to run all the way through December. And then they're spawning, you know, I've caught a coho in February on the Washington coast. I've caught a chrome one in January. But for the most part, this is kind of starting to peter out. And this is where it is really nice if you have a river that has coho salmon and early winter steelhead to try to target both. And my favorite lure to do so is spoons and spinners. Beads can work as well in some cases. And so those in-between runs are a lot of fun. You might catch a... Uh, you know, a brawny bee run with some color to it, or you might get into an early winter steelhead. And that's why, you know, maybe a spawn sack with eggs or just a nice uh, mid-sized, uh, you know, piece of well-cured eggs with, uh, you know, a decent amount of sugar to it and salt. And there's a lot of opportunity there. So, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments or uh, getting in touch with me on Instagram, Lucas Holmgren, L-U-C-A-S-H-O-L-M-G-R-E-N. I know that some of you have been out there smashing them, but the kind of the, the common theme for a lot of people is that it's been a lot tougher B run. And thankfully, we had some good biting A runs uh, this year, which is always tough. Uh, but these fish are pretty special. You know, I like to think of it as bass fishing for salmon and the fact that I get to, you know, fish kind of an erratic jig twitch or a plug and speed up and slow down. Or, you know, I even have a video on the Salmon Trout Steel Eater channel called Bass Fishing for Salmon. And in that one, we're fishing for bee runs. And I'm kind of showing how with the spinner, you can kind of work it like a bass spinner bait to get reactions from coho because coho are notorious followers. And so anyway, this is just a quick podcast, just kind of going over it. Would love to hear from you guys how you're doing. Also, if you have not re-upped your digital subscription and you have a current subscription, make sure you get that information over to customer service at Amato Books and tell them the podcast sent you. 
and uh, this new platform is incredible and it's uh, it's been awesome to work with so anyway thanks again everybody for listening and uh, it's nice to have my daughter on as a guest Alaria do you want to say bye to the Salmon Trail Steelheader listeners bye and subscribe and subscribe exactly Alaria how much do you like fishing 100 out of 100. 100 out of 100. And I want to do some content on that uh, soon. I've been lucky to have kids that absolutely love fishing. But there's some specific things that I do to make sure that that is the case. He so teaches us. I do teach you. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun. And Alaria is really good. And then also, both of you guys, you and your brother... We'll be out on the river, and I'll be like, where are the fish at? What are they doing? And they have a really good eye for it. I can cast by myself. And she can cast by herself, even though she's six. So, And it's just going to get better. We're going to have to try that bait caster out, though, not just the spinning reel. So, All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Absolute blessing to have you. Um, I've been enjoying this podcast ever since I started, and we're at almost 100,000 downloads, not counting YouTube. Which means you guys have been pulling through, and I cannot thank you enough. That's pretty crazy for me. I love talking about fishing, and you guys have made it happen. We'll talk to you soon.